Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode to the Slim Podcast And there's been quite a bit going on this week A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of here, and a little bit of whole But before we jump in, I just want to remind y'all one more time that my name is Slim Cognito And unfortunately, I'm black Um, Thus far this week, uh, we've been picking up the anime And uh, one of the anime that I told you guys I was going to pick up was uh, The God of High School Now, I'm all the way caught up and I'm going to give you weekly updates. And it seems this anime, if depending on the hype, you just might get like middle of the week uploads. Just reviewing the episode itself. Because the way my work schedule goes, unfortunately, we have new episodes of The God of High School come out every Monday. Which is the same day that the podcast drops. And I do these episodes at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. on those Monday mornings. So... It seems that I may not be I, I I'd be like a week late up week late updating you all, but we'll just have to see. Um but to give you my overall opinion so far, I am super hype. I'm loving the OP. It's very catchy, uh super earwormy. Like everything about it is just great. Uh the visuals are good, animation's good, the art is good, the this anime is top not great. Um, I do have some people to reference toward who has read or have read the uh, Webtoon comic or Webtoon manga, however you want to look at it. And apparently, you know, they're a little disappointed because of, uh, you know, there's not much of a plot explanation or things like that so far. But um, I kind of like it because it keeps the mystery alive. Like they, they've changed it successfully because they had me fooled into thinking that it was a martial arts kind of um, anime, which is what I'm always down for. You know, I love to see martial arts, you know, uh, risky dodges and blocks, you know, and creative counters. You know, those are the type of fights I like to see. But um, yeah, with that in mind, though, any further from here is going to be spoiler territory. So if anybody has not gotten on to the God of High School just yet, just it's seven episodes go ahead and jump in it's dope um now small spoiler get ready for it to turn into some real jojo shit like no exaggeration it literally turns into jojo and i don't really have a problem with it as long as it's you know well done and creative with the same manner that uh, jojo's fights are because jojo's fights are not meant to be you know purely shonen fights but also you know a bit of that um how can I explain it? A parody of Shonen. More fun to it rather than the fight itself. So I got high hopes, you know, super big fan. It was so hyped to the point where I got to like the fifth episode and I had to stop immediately and take a break. I needed a breather. It was way too intense. I was like, okay, this is great. So yeah, um, I got a high school. I do approve. You know, and also, you know, the use of nanomachine. If it's good enough for Kojima, it's good enough for fan-made anime. So good on Crunchyroll for, you know, collaborating with Webtoon and making this guy's creation a real work, you know, something legit. And I really seriously hope, pray, and wish that the original creator was compensated properly. I really hope that he was paid properly and that he's comfortable and does not have to worry about much because this is too huge you know and probably because webtoon you know i'm not sure how much involvement webtoon has in terms of the art that you make but if they're running the usual artist gambit where they um anything any ip that you create originally while working for me or under my you know publishing 
or publication belongs to me type of thing. You know, Capcom does it. All these big name studios do it and stuff like that. So it's it's, it's just hope that um, that things were taken care of properly. I guess. But uh, yeah, anime so far, I can't give it an overall rating or a full opinion on it because it's not done yet. And I've seen anime start off real strong and shit to bed toward the end. I'm looking at you, Sword Art Online. Um, let's say season one and two, Sword Art. But still, um, I got, man, I, ugh, it's too many Sword Art apologists out there. All right, y'all. I, I just want y'all to know I got to say this. This is my show. And I just got to be me for like two seconds and tell y'all. That I know y'all probably still love that anime, but the fact that it shit to bed dead hard in the middle is a terrible taste in my mouth. Eventually, I'll pick it back up when it gets to the good parts. But damn, your anime shit to bed, bro. Just admit it and be real. And if you can't admit it, then I, I might have to say fuck you. Like, if anything else did this, there would be no excuses. The the, the way that people shit on Nintendo or, or Mega Man or anything else... All it took was Mega Man X7. All it took was Metal Gear Solid 4. All it took. It only takes one, man. It it, it only takes one. Now, the games that I played this week. I've played a ridiculous amount of League of Legends. Some Overwatch. Hadn't touched Valorant this week at all. And I've been playing a lot of Apex because of the new season. And it seems that they've lowered the time to kill. Um, I won't say considerably, but noticeably. And now people are like, you know, a little bit more, you know, pissed off about it. And these people, y'all could probably just go to hell because to be honest with you, it makes the fights more honest. They go by more reasonably. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't just gung-ho into a fight now. You got to actually think for like half a second. Because think about it. When the TTK was higher, before the new update, people would jump into a fight, spray a few bullets at the target, hide behind a rock pop a shield battery or four shield cells and then pop back out and the whole fight started over from the start because the enemy did the same exact thing so if everybody's going to just be healing or it's just going to be uh you know a battle of who runs out of resources until somebody's bold enough to push and get lucky with the push because you might just be tired of the you know the jumping in and out because if, if 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 you don't down one another in one clip then you got to go play the in and out game back and forward or whoever is bold enough to push. For. And that depends on if they get jumped at, you know, double fired by two teammates or if the person who pushed gets lucky and actually gets that kill and is able to move up and successfully recover from that first fight and keep it going, get a double and a teammate finishes off the rest of the team or you 1v3 the whole squad. These things happen very rarely. And it doesn't happen for everyone. So I'm like, a, a lower TTK makes the game way more honest, bro. I could put this one clip into this dude. He down. Okay. Look for the next one while I'm reloading. Might pop maybe two shield cells. Not even fully healed but all the way back up. But now it's honest because with me and my two shield, you know, my 50 shield and you know, most of my raw health. This calls for either me to become godlike or for my teammates to actually take part. I don't know. I I, I don't get to complaining. It, it sounds like just bitching. But anywho, that's Apex. Um, the new chick, she's all right. Uh, doesn't break the game. It's it's a weird feeling. Like usually when games introduce a new character, hero, champion, or whatnot, 
there's like a period of time where they're just overpowered until they get nerfed down to balance but apex introduces a new character and they surprisingly become they're they're they're, they're just they're initially balanced as soon as they come out so whatever they're doing they need to keep it up it's pretty good stuff um next let's see what have i what else have we, oh i did a little bit of that remnant um from the ashes uh co-op that as well on the only old pc and um pretty good game friend put me on it I'm trying to decide did i talk about this last week i can't recall but i do know for sure that uh i want to play some more of it hopefully if i can catch him before he uninstalls it then we can really run some more or if i can find somebody that i want to co-op with but uh that'd be dope uh yeah so a little bit of remnant of the ashes is literally some bloodborne combined with uh borderlands but if borderland was fun because i ain't gonna lie man i tried to get back into borderlands i got the handsome collection recently and i tried to get back in it man i got bored as fuck like like i'm not even gonna sweat you like i i just i just got bored i don't know why oh why but anyway um let's see what else have i ah the avengers beta yeah the marvel avengers game uh has been in beta uh it is currently in beta still right now and it's gonna be unavailable as of tomorrow leading up to the release of the game uh it seems pretty good um i don't really find any problems with it i'm not sure what people are expecting i think we have an overwhelming amount of people expecting a next-gen experience with the games coming out now but sad to say is we just started to get back to gameplay and gameplay has started to evolve but we forgot that during that whole phase from 2009 all the way up to 2014 there was no gameplay evolution japan kept gameplay alive single-handedly for a long time it took dark souls to teach people how to appreciate good gameplay again and punishing difficulty you know it just came it became so casualized and all about graphical fidelity and performance which we weren't getting that it's just missing out and they keep they keep wanting this next gen experience they're they're because people are expecting ps5 to be better than ps4 they're expecting the next xbox to be better than the previous they're expecting the next generation of games to be better than the previous but the thing is they're demanding the technology push is all out of whack and it's not at all synchronized nor parallel because they're pushing 4k resolutions and yet it's already demanding to get 60 frames consistent at 1440p so why are we pushing 4k so hard that jump is ridiculous right now and the amount of hardware that you need in order to get 4k 60 is already super expensive even if you build a pc it's incredibly expensive just to get 4k 60 gaming all right it's something that we just need to not expect at all but everybody bought into the hype literally and figuratively so that's the biggest issue we have right now is uh 4k is a meme and i'm affixated on this this is not even just a humble opinion but it's also a humble fact okay it's just a fact that 4k is a you don't need to jump up to that it's not necessary most games don't even aren't even engineered to run in 4k and if they are they're gonna have a worse performance okay once you go 60 frames per second you cannot go back it's not possible. I've struggled with it for years because most of the Devil May Cry games have been 60 frames per second, consistent, and completely optimized. Like, why we have the issue of still trying to push resolution rather than performance. So, 
it's just it's the cutting edge game they have to make technical cutting edge, you know but the problem with that is i think they jumped too far and we're going to be stuck with 4k for like a few more years because the only step beyond 4k is 8k and then after that you got to just keep going up and up and up that's too much and it's far too much if you're rendering pictures is the only way that they could make they might be able to super sample the image, which I believe would be a smarter thing to do. But still, that's too much. Super sampling will still ruin um, raw performance in general. You want it to be a true re and true native resolution. And for those who don't know, super sampling is when um, your graphics card will render pictures in a bigger resolution, say 4K, and then downscales the image to 1080 or 1440p. However, this uh, although this can, you know, give you a clear, more vivid, no more vivid, a sharper image performance is still it's still working hard to produce those 4K image. So just we'll just have to see. Anywho, uh, let's talk about the DC fandom. Now, there's been a lot of stuff announced from the new Suicide Squad sequel movie. There's been the announcement of the new Rocksteady game coming in 2022 called um suicide squad kill superman or you know whatnot and there's also gotham knights that's been uh announced which is going to be a four player i, I assume up to four player co-op experience made by wb montreal so gotham knights and wb montreal for those who don't know wb montreal were the uh that's like the b team that made arkham origins and of course, I'm pretty sure they were very inexperienced and under a huge crunch time to finish Arkham Origins. These are the excuses I'm going to allot them because that game was trash. It was as trash. And and what makes it even worse is it, it was the best boss fights out of the series. Some of the best boss fights out of the entire series. That Deadpool fight. I mean, not Deadpool. Excuse me, not Deadpool. Deathstroke. That Deathstroke fight is like delicious. It makes no sense how good it was. All of the uh, fights with Killer Croc. Amazing. You know, it, it was just well designed on paper. Docket wise. But performance, it was buggy. It crashed a lot. The frame rate would tank. I remember my initial time playing it was on the PS3 version, and boy, it broke my PS3. It just would not boot. I had to reinstall it several times. And for those who remember installing a game on PS3, you might as well do something else for the next two hours because that's gonna take forever. Especially and and especially with the update too right after the install. Oh no. So yeah, just a terrible, terrible experience. And I've even seen people play the PC version in speedrunners. And they said it's one of the worst Batman games to speedrun because it can just crash at you on you at any minute. And they were doing a speedrun of it at SGDQ also, and it crashed during that speed. So the game is just a it was just a buggy mess. And they didn't have I'm just gonna say the experience or the time. So right now, um Gotham Knights, it looks beautiful. Uh, seems to be pretty promising. I like the um, the design for the characters. You see that the uh, choosable characters between the four options are, I, I assume Barbara Gordon Bat uh, Batgirl, which is weird because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, excuse me. No, it's not weird. Uh, they said that this is a um, completely separate, is, is a non-canon story, separate from the Arkham. So that's perfect that means they can do whatever they want with the plot without having to fill it fill it to the timeline of the arkham series so you have batgirl barbara gordon you have which is most likely um 
I would assume that it's Damian Wayne Robin and you have Jason Todd on it as the Red Hood and you also have the original Robin Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Um wait. Yeah. Three Robins. Yeah. Okay. So these are your options between the four characters and it seemed like they're, you know, going to have like these bikes that they can travel around. Um, the plot, according to the trailer, you know, you can take check out the trailer as well. Uh, the plot pretty much just uh, explains that uh, Batman has left a message. And he said, if you're uh, listening to this message, then it means I'm dead. And the Batcave is destroyed with everything in it. Um, and he's leaving the mantle to protect Gotham to these four. So... I'm assuming that, you know, Red Hood's coming back out and, you know, Nightwing's coming back from Bloodhaven. Uh, Barbara's picking it up again. And, of course, Damien is still doing it. So, who knows, you know, what real story they're going off of. Supposedly, Damien is working with the uh, the new Teen Titans, new 52 Teen Titans and whatnot. And it's just, it's just been going around doing everything that it can, it seems. Uh, the most that I've seen so far, aside from graphical fidelity being beautiful, um there's a fight with uh mr freeze it looks to be co-op and uh the one thing that worries me so far i'm worried that there's gonna be assholes that will join in with the co-op and just 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 completely just trash the experience because if you're gonna be doing co-op stealth that's gonna be tricky um unless there's a system in play where you can like you know fool them like if one person gets found then you'll be able to use a smoke bomb for your partner and throw it over there and give them a chance to escape or, you know, start attacking in a different part of the building, which would, you know, distract them from chasing after them. And that would be dope. But uh, we'll have to see what happens. But still, uh, combat doesn't seem bad. Uh, seems to work out. Hopefully we'll not have the um, damage numbers popping up. I think that should be off by default because... I, I saw only one reaction to it and somebody was comparing it to like the division and that highly offends me. So yeah, but, um, overall it looks like a solid experience and much better than their previous works. And so I have faith in this title. It looks good. The next thing that they revealed, um, of course we had trailers for wonder woman, 1984, which is going to be a uh, pretty sweet. Can't wait for that. Uh, they're bringing back some old stuff that wonder woman used to do way back in the heyday. Which, of course, you know, using a lasso to ride on lightning bolts and using the uh, full battle armor and whatnot with the wings and the helmet. <clears throat> so that looks good. Um, all in all, not disappointed, you know. And uh, they also showed Black Adam, which is like a little teaser. Um, what did they call it? Uh, a, I forgot what they called it. We use images, but you put them in motion, but they're not. But uh, they use a little like, you know, preview trailer to show us Black Adam. Um most likely it looks like he's going to have a solo film and then it's going to lead into the sequel for uh, Shazam, which would be very smart of them to do. We need more solo villain movies, villains that have good stories. Joker, very worth it. Um, Hell, I might even argue that Mr. F nah, Mr. F hmm. The Court of Owls is worth their own movie, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, yeah, let's see. We got Black Adam trailer teaser, We ha and it looks promising. We have a new Suicides, the new Suicide Squad trailer, the game. Um, basically just depict that Superman's going rogue and evil, and he's just tearing shit up. So, 
Yeah. They, the people that are involved are the usual that you would expect. Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn, and Deadshot, along with King Shark, which is cool. Uh, Deadshot is black now, which is also cool. So, yeah. And um, new Batman. So, now we have a new person donning the cape and mask. Um, Matt Reeves is directing this new The Batman and uh fight choreography looks amazing some people are hype about it um but to be honest i did like the batman we had in justice league it's just a shame that just itself can't so hopefully they find their flavor you know because trying to be campy like marvel didn't exist the dark overtones that was intended was supposed to be dc's whole angle it was supposed to be a much darker thing which is what made flash being the comedy relief more appreciate appreciative um the best representation of the justice league still to this day was um sweeney's animated series that was a spinoff from superman animated series and batman animated that came into the justice league and then eventually the justice league unlimited so if you haven't watched that series go ahead and watch it you don't even have to watch the original uh superman and batman animated series in order to understand what's going on um it's just amazing. You can just jump right in on Justice League One, and it's amazing. Just just watch that series. It's better than all of your animes. It's better than any other cartoon you've ever seen. Just watch it, and yeah, get get that Batman Beyond too, because that's good too. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's uh looking promising out there. DC's getting back, getting getting it together, and 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 I like this. We love this. Moving on from there, um, the rest of the news for the week, we can just jump right in. Because I do have the trailer listed for Suicide Squad in the docket. Uh, you can go ahead and check it out. Everything else that's DC fandom related um, are basically trailers that are worth looking at. And if you want to rewatch the uh, entire thing, you can find it on YouTube. Which uh, basically anything that you're missing aside from the trailers would just be, you know, uh, developers and comic content creators. And to talk, that would be everything included. So moving to the next trailer that we want to discuss or rather the next topic on the docket microsoft files a statement supporting epic games against apple this is weird because getting your games featured on the apple app store and giving a 30 percent cut of all in-game transactions and game purchases i would see why microsoft supports uh epic games because microsoft wants their games featured as well on their app store because they're trying to roll out the Xbox uh, experience, the X-Pass or whatever game X service that they're going to be offering where you could just get the Xbox Game Pass and just have access to the games. And some of those games under that will have microtransactions. But that's going to be problematic for them to implement that on the App Store when the Game Pass itself encompasses all games under that, that are included with the Game Pass. And that's just, you know it's too much to police and to say to give 30 percent of all of those games and all of that is absurd the xbox game pass is like what five bucks a month i think or something like that and it would be ridiculous to give apple 30 percent of every five dollars of every single user that decide to subscribe to that service so i understand where they're coming from they're having a lot of hurdles with trying to implement these new um games subscription based like netflix games subscription accounts and whatnot they're trying to implement and it's going to be hard when the apple store wants 30 percent of it all and the google store wants you know a percentage of it all that makes sense to me you know 10 percent would be more reasonable I mean, considering that games are multi-billion dollar industry, 
you cannot be expecting 30% of all of the transactions coming through there. That's insane. That's asking for wage. So no, they're, they're going to have to retweak those policies. And Apple's been making a killing off of uh, game developers and small uh, app developers. And this needs to be addressed. It just needs to be addressed. And it's understandable from Epic Games as well, seeing as they refused to work with Steam and they decided to make their own, you know, game store and DRM, which also offers free games every week. So clearly, you know, Steam is an above reproach as well. But uh, but then also Steam offers a lot on the back end. You know, they have a lot of sales. So would you just like super discounted, heavily discounted 70, 80 games once a year or twice a year, excuse me? Or would you rather have free games every week? That's the trade off. It's pretty much even. But everybody would have their preferences. So it's, it's not that surprising. Um, but seeing that they would take a hardline stance against them right next to Epic, it, it makes sense. Weird, but it makes sense. Moving forward, Cyberpunk 2077 will be getting free DLC just like The Witcher 3. For those who don't remember, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt released, and not only did it get free updates and tweaks in order to fix a lot of bugs from several different platform versions, but also they gave away free DLC, which was, um... Was it uh, the something of blood? It was the DLC about the vampires and the other about uh, the fairy tale. And so it was going, no, 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 no. It was one about the vampires. The fairy tale storybook was in, implemented. In, and there was another DLC about uh, the heart of stone. Yeah. The heart of stone about the guy who uh, sold his soul. It was a Faust uh, rendition of a story. Uh, excuse me. Faust or Faust depending on how you pronounce it. But uh, for those who also don't know, uh, the story of Faust is just a classic story about a tale of a man who sold his soul for the love of his life and um, to a demon or a devil. And once he sold his soul, turns out that he acquired the love of his life, but she died moments later. And now that he did not have his soul any longer, he belonged to that demon. And, you know, it's a pretty tragic story. So, uh, yeah, which is uh, very metaphoric, but I won't go into things about that right now we'll stick on topic next on the docket though that's good news that we're getting that free deal and the other thing i wanted to discuss because i wanted to keep it you know light trim the fat and just talk about the stuff i wanted to talk about because a lot of news is just a lot of non-news not really important reporting on uh like uh sega saying once again that they're going to support pc yeah basically they're apologizing a lot that they've been neglecting the pc because they made good money off of port and persona so yeah um another thing i want to discuss is there's been a trailer going around building hype with almost no marketing for a new game looks like a combat based uh i guess you could say i can't really call it a hack and slash it looks kind of like uh souls-esque kind of like sekiro shadows that twice but it's called black myth wukong and it's basically a monkey king wukong and you play as him and you get almost all of his abilities from sh everything from the journey to the West that they mentioned that he was capable of. Seems like he's got his shape shifting. He's got um, the ability to pull He whenever he pulls his weapon. He just plucks a hair from his head. It's 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 cool. And its visuals are amazing. The graphics are great. Uh, animation's good. And combat is good. Uh, one of the things I noticed from a 13 minute gameplay trailer that they uh, put out. If you take a look at that, one of the things I noticed in the gameplay was that uh, he fought a mini boss that had like a flaming glaive. It was like a wolf, a bipedal wolf type. And uh, he was fighting with a, a double sided glaive. Well, excuse me, a double sided uh, pole arm, I guess, you, or a staff, a bladed staff that had uh, flames on it. And um, after he defeated him, he gained like a new ability after he picked up his weapon. So once he moved on to the boss fight, which was like this huge, you know, bestial type of creature, 
Um, he tried his best, but he was, you know, getting beaten until he decided to use that weapon from the mini boss. But not only did he start using the weapon, but it transformed him into the mini boss. So he shapeshifted into that boss and defeated that boss using the flames. And it did like significantly. Hopefully they balanced that because it made the boss all too easy. Hopefully they'll just, you know, you get more reasonable damage, but you still have to, you know, keep your skill up, not just spam, you know, the weapon. Or if they're going to make it that easy using the weapon, then they're going to have to make sure that you're going to have to explore and find these mini bosses in order to acquire the weapon necessary to progress easier. So that way you'll be rewarded with your exploration with easier progress on the next boss. That way they won't have to lean all the way into the Sekiro Shadows Die Twice or level of difficulty and, you know, master mechanics, but still it'll be accessible to everybody but either way whatever decision they make people are gonna complain so hopefully they just make it to the best rendition that they can make it and that it's fun to them and they're happy with it before they really um but i am definitely hyped for this this looks very very good um always been a bit of a fan of the wukong uh monkey king it's very very cool uh i play wukong league of legends love me some dragon ball and it's it's just cool all around so Looking forward to that and whatever new updates. Basically, in the article, when they responded to the hype, uh, the developer said that they want you to kind of forget about the game because it's not going to be ready anytime soon. And they don't want to have to really, you know, crunch down and start working out of trying to meet a deadline rather than trying to make the best product. And anybody who's ever lived or done anything or worked, you know that it's better to put out quality than to rush it and meet deadlines. Deadlines literally ruin things, but deadlines are somewhat, re it, it, it makes sure things don't procrastinate, but it's always better to prioritize the quality. I'm all for that. But that's basically everything that we have in the news. And uh, that's another episode of the podcast. What we're going to be doing this coming week, uh, like I said, I'm going to be keeping updates on the anime, The God of High School. And I'm going to dive into more on the Apex. I'm going to stream some more of that as well and hopefully continue Remnant of From the Ashes. I know you guys really do enjoy the anime reviews, so I'm going to keep up on that. So what most likely I'm going to think about integrating reading a manga in the meantime, because I've been putting off this Soul Leader manga for the longest time. And uh, I'm not really in the mood to binge another anime on the side because it's already a lot going on per week in order to keep up with things so but we'll see what we'll see what we can do I, I literally these days set aside an entire day just for anime and it was a blessing that you know that this that i picked up more recent now i was able to actually squeeze it in and keep going with more. i'm gonna bring you guys more streams more content more videos if you've seen this far uh also check out the rest of the videos that's been uploaded uh this past week i've uploaded two additional videos one uh, examining difficulty and competitive games and uh you know varying things that has to do with it maybe even the result of gaming depression might be uh caused by you know overwhelming competitive games and also we have another video up um, basically summing up this uh, drama that's been going on in the gaming community between YouTube and Twitch uh, content creators. So go ahead and check those out as well. And if you like the content, go ahead and give me a like, uh, tell me what you think about it in the comments and maybe even a subscribe and I'll keep this content coming for you. And I appreciate the support. We see the numbers are growing and I love you guys for it. Take care of yourself and always remember the channel motto. Intentions are the most important. Actions ain't nothing but loud and words don't mean a damn. Love y'all. Peace.